Blog Talk Radio. Hello. Welcome to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Yesterday we were honored to listen to a revival service at Carter Memorial Church here in Baltimore, Maryland, in United States. I understand that many people enjoyed it. Um, we want to play it again for those who missed it yesterday, and we are going to uh, attempt to play part one and a little of part two. So I want you to sit back and listen to Bishop S. Younger, and we thank uh, God for you for tuning in tonight. Let us get started and enjoy the revival service. We want you to pull out your Bibles and turn to Exodus as we get started. Again, you're listening to the Firefold Ministry broadcast, and let us enjoy the revival with Bishop Younger. Amen. Verse 35. Y'all gonna help me preach tonight? Glory be to God. I do feel a boom in the room tonight. Somebody needs something from God tonight. Exodus chapter 28, verse 31 to verse 35. When you have it, I want you to say, I have the bread. And thou shalt make the robe of the ephod all of blue. And there should be a hole in the top of it, and in the midst thereof. It shall have a binding of woven work round about the whole of it, as it were with the whole of the Habergean, that it be not rent. And beneath, upon the hem of it, thou shalt make pomegranates of blue, and of purple, and of scarlet, thank you so much, round about them thereof. And bales of gold between them round about. A golden bale and a pomegranate. A golden bale and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe round about. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister. And his son shall be heard when he goeth in unto the holy place before the Lord. And when he cometh out, that he die not. I'm going to read verse 35 again. And it shall be upon Aaron to minister, for him to serve. And his sound shall be heard. And all of God's people said amen. Before you sit down, I want you to scream this at your neighbor, and you can sit down. Tell him, don't lose the sound. Glory be to God. As we celebrate 
you got to ascend. We keep talking, we keep talking about God sending down, sending down. But let me tell you, in this hour, He's not sending something down. It's time for you to come up to it. Hey, it's time for you to. I need somebody to come and talk to me here. It, God, Zion is calling for us to ascend. I need you to look at the people on your tell them ascend, ascend. It's time for us to go higher. Hallelujah! God is requiring another place out of us. We keep shouting, I'm going to another level, but another level is coming up out of you. But you gotta ascend. There are some things you will never see and experience in God until you ascend. Let me just give you a reference for that, and I'll move really quickly. Peter, James, and John, come here. We're going to the mount. They go up on the mount, what we call the mount of transfiguration. Why they're there, the Bible says, uh, while Peter, James, and John is there on the mountain, Elijah and Moses shows up. And they said, oh my goodness, Moses and Elijah. Oh my goodness, Moses and Elijah. The question is, how did they know it was Moses? How did they know it was Moses and Elijah? Peter, James, and John, hallelujah, they are born at a time when Moses has been dead for generations. Elijah had been taken up in a chariot. So how did they know? There was no Facebook. Come on. There was no internet. How there were no pictures of Moses and Elijah? How did they know it was Moses and Elijah? Because there are certain revelations that are released to you once you ascend. Some things don't have to be explained when you ascend. See, some people see us turning around in the spirit and quickening it. And look, what is that about? You can't, uh, this can't be explained. It's got to be revealed. And it's only revealed at higher altitudes. Stop coming down trying to explain spiritual things to carnal people. Stop bringing carnal people to board meetings making spiritual decisions. Stop looking at your carnal friends for a spiritual reference. please stay here my son and I are going to worship all of us in here that knows the instructions of Abraham we know this means Abraham is going to lay down his son and he calls laying down his son worship and most of the time when we talk about laying something down before God we talk about sin
is having with Satan concerning Job's life. Now that's very problematic for me. Because the Bible says that when the sons of God, which are, which are angels, went before God, Satan also went with them. I have a challenge with that. Because I'm always rebuking the devil. I'm always casting him out. And God has given him a space. Now, my issue is, I know y'all just read across the Bible and don't pay no attention. But my issue is, why is the God I serve and the devil that's trying to kill me having conversations? He's not rebuking Satan. He's just asking Satan, where have you been? Even a liar got to tell the truth. All you got to do is get up in the Holy Ghost. God will reveal every suffering spirit in your church. He'll reveal every lying demon. All you got to do is cut the fire on. He says, where you been? Uh, going everywhere I can, seeing who I can destroy. And it wasn't Satan. God that brought up Job. I mean, have you considered Job? Put your finger on somebody's shoulder and tell them, God must be bragging on you. When all hell breaks loose in your life All in one week And you say what in the world is going on I can handle it if it was one thing But before I can recover from one thing Something else happened to you With somebody tell them God is bragging on you And listen what Job says Once everything is taken from him He says first of all when he finds out that all of his children die in one day. This is a multiple casket funeral. He shaves his head. He rips his garment. In other words, he grieves. That's his humanity. And I think um, the church, along with our worship, we need to have some group sessions. No, really. So last, last week, instead of Bible study, we had a group grief counseling session at our church. Because what we realize, we do praise well, and we rejoice with those who rejoice well, but we don't do good mourning with those who mourn. We need you to get over it as quickly as you can. Go back to serving so we'll feel better. Y'all not standing to me. And just because you got past it don't mean you got over it. The stuff we're dealing with in church is unprocessed grief. I said some of the toxic things we're dealing with in church is because we haven't taken time to process our loss. Yes, they left the church, and we're glad they left, but you're not being honest about the fact is that you opened up your heart to people who trampled it again. The betrayal did not feel good. And now you're making new people pay for what old people did. Rescue me out of it, but he sat with me in it. Mm. I'm talking to y'all. 
praise him tonight. God says, whatever's been on your back, he's about to put it under your feet. Just step out.
intentional about worship. And I'm, I'm thankful for the hour that we're living in and the benefits of this hour. The benefits of technology, instruments that accompany us in worship. When I was growing up, we used to say, we don't need no music, but we wait for the music to come back in, right? I mean, now, musicians come with laptops and stuff. I don't even know what's going on. We have liturgical dances. I, didn't, I don't know if y'all have, we didn't have that growing up. I mean, liturgical dances? The only flags you were going to see were the mother swinging a handkerchief. That was the only color guard we had. growing up, that in Pentecost, they would tell you, you can't open up service. We didn't have praise teams. Where everybody had to have their own personal mic. We didn't do that. But they said, you can't open up devotional service or sing in the choir unless you got the Holy Ghost. And sometimes they would give you grace and say, if you don't have it, you got to be actively speaking.
good. I'm good. One night after Ramp DMV service, Brother Sean Fendel walked up to me, to God be the glory for you, and said, Bishop, uh, who's styling you? Because I can call the guy. You know the guy. I said, I'm good, Sean. He said, Bishop, what are you wearing? I said, I already got what I'm wearing, Sean. Sean says, please don't tell me you're wearing that robe. I said, I am wearing my robe. <laughs>
She would tell him, here, come here, come here, come here. Let me put this breastplate on you. This breastplate had 12 precious stones. Because there was one stone that represented Asher. Another one that represented Benjamin. Another represented Dan. Ephraim and Manasseh. Judah, Zebulon, Nathalie, or He could have made them rocks, but he made them gems. Because he was communicating to the preacher that my people are precious to me. And I'm tired of a generation of social media preachers that are trying to be shepherds and pastors and don't have the fragrance of sheep. You want to be a pastor and you ain't never been a griot. You don't hear what I'm saying. You're trying to be a lord over people you ain't never served with. He said, my people are precious. And that's why I don't let any and everybody come and preach to my people. Because these, uh-oh, y'all, I don't care how fancy they are. I don't care how popular they are. And I don't care how much money they raise. I am responsible for who lays hands. Oh, that's why you come, come on, Carter. You better thank God you got a pastor that everything don't run through here. He said, let me put this hat on you. This mitre. And it's an inscription on the minor that says, Holiness unto the Lord. So you see, even to this day, Orthodox Jews still wear kippers upon their head. Some Sabbath-keeping believers, they wear kippers upon their head. Because it's said that a man will never rob a store with a kippa on his head. Because the kippa is forever keeping him reminded that he's under the auspice of an open heaven. At the watchful eye of God. Right. And then in this scripture today, <laughs> he says, make a space priest on the bottom in the skirt of your ephod. Pomegranates and bales. Pomegranates and bales. Pomegranates and bales. Pomegranates and bales. It tells me about worship in the Old Testament. It's bloody and noisy. Encore, encore. He went off the stage and he was behind the stage. 
stage, and the stage manager said, you did good. He said, no, I didn't. He said, no, you did good. Don't you hear the noise of the crowd? He said, no, I didn't do good. He said, why you said that? He said, because there's a man sitting on the floor. He said, man, how are you going to let one man sitting determine that you didn't do good? He said, because that one man is my instructor. I'm sure that you enjoyed that preach word by Bishop S. Younger. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. That was a serious word coming from the bishop that there is a particular sound in worship. And as we go through worship, that we uh, are commissioned to do things in such a way that it pleases God. I wanted to play it again because God impressed upon my heart that many of you have felt the same heaviness or many of you have been tired or weary in your mind, your body, and soul because of the different changes that you're going through in life. But as I always say, a setback is a setup for your blessing, that God is encouraging us, even with the preach word for the last two days, to have revival, that there are times, and that's why it's so very important that when you go to the um, the house of prayer, to your church or edifice or wherever you have set up worship, that together you make each other strong by the praise and worship, the word that's coming forth from the pastor. When you go there with an open heart and an open spirit, not condemnation, not judgment, not critiquing, But when you go there humble, when you go there in repentance, when you go there looking for a revival, that truly God can rest upon you and you can go behind the veil. You know, many a times I've heard people say, you always say go into the inner courts and go behind the veil. It's very important because when you look at on the day of Pentecost, when you look at even the disciples was gathered up in the room that it says that they were gathered and they was praying and worshiping God. You know, not only had they acknowledged him, but, you know, they had suffered as being the disciples of Christ. Many of them was threatened or thrown into jail. Others uh, was accused and beheaded. They had suffered, but yet they found the strength to worship and praise God. They found the strength to glorify him. And as Bishop said that when you suffer and praise God, then you are in worship. When you lose loved ones and you can still praise when you lose loved ones and you can still praise God, when you lose that job and you still have faith in God, when you lose a place of residence or your home, or anything that's dear to you, and it's a a start over or a setback for a setup, that you can praise God, that God will show you that he's there in the midst of all of it, and he can restore a place to live. He He can restore that job, and he can restore those persons who have lost loved ones to have hope that he have prepared a place for us so that we can have eternal life. It is so very important to worship God. You know, you hear other preachers come on. I know they are preachers, so I let them preach the word, teach the word, expound on the word, 
because that's their gift. And I love praise and worship. As a prophet, I love to go out and worship and praise God. And even David praised God so hard that they said that all his clothes came off. There are times in people's lives that they do things differently. Listening to this radio broadcast, I try to usher you in, as he said, take you to another level. Because you have to go up in the spiritual realm of praise and worship. You have to go up in your conviction, in your determination, in your sacrifice, that this is what I'm going to do. Those who listen to us six days a week, do you know that's a worship? You uh, could have other things that you could do on your schedule. But when you tune in to us six days a week on Monday through Fridays from 7 to 8 and 8, 8, 8.30 to 10, don't you know that is worship because you are in tune, you are praising, you are worshiping, you listen to the word, you're glorifying God. You're making a sacrifice each and every day to give him the praise. That's how you go up in the things of God. That's how you get the anointing. That's how you get the favor. Hey, hallelujah. And that's how you get the power. The Holy Ghost overshadowed the men in the upper room because they were in the right mindset. Regardless what they went through, been through, what was said or done, they did not lose focus that they were going to worship and praise God. God bless you again. You've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. You can uh, go to YouTube or Facebook. You can turn to Carter Memorial Church and look at the 83rd anniversary and look at the uh, service in its entirety with Bishop Younger. It was some powerful, powerful words and revelation knowledge that was revealed. Hey, hallelujah. And I just so happened, as I said earlier, that after I had um, ministered uh, Sunday morning and I listened to Morgan State University, usually when I get off the radio, and it's so amazing that we are on the same level. Is those who listen to me on Sunday, I had played uh, uh, Bishop Carlton Pierce a tape on Sunday. And when I turned to Morgan State University, they were playing Bishop uh, Pierce, and they were interviewing him for his service. And it was so ironic that here there was Bishop Pierce, you know, that I would listen to, and then here's Bishop Pierce on the radio, and he had invited people to come out for his anniversary service. And I decided that after I left my church, my home church, and after I had uh, did my ministration on the radio, that I would fellowship uh, with other believers. And truly, I got revived. Oh, my God, I enjoyed it so much. It reminded me of those 30 years that I had in ministry. It's such a glorious thing to get together with brothers, and we just let go. Like you said, you can run around the church, you can slob, you can uh, tarry for the Holy Ghost. People were losing their hats, the wig, the shoes. We were just, with no shame, by any means necessary, we wanted a refreshing to get filled by God. And that's how you do it, uh, beloved. You go up all the way in sacrifice, in humility, in humbleness, and you give God the praise regardless what it looked like, what it seems like. Let us leave out in prayer. Heavenly Father, again, we want to thank you for this revival message we heard for the last couple of days. We want to thank you that all of us need to go to the inner court and behind the veil so that we can go up and worship. God, we thank you for our trials and tribulations. We thank you for the heartaches and tears. We thank you how you have been there to give us that hug. And through it all, hey, that you are able and you have made a way out of no way. We thank you for the favor that some of us haven't even recognized yet, that there is no premature death that is written in the Lamb Book of Life, that we will finish the assignment that you have given us to do. From heart to heart, breast to breast, all over the world, we decree and declare that it is so, that God will have the victory in Jesus' name through the blood of Calvary. Amen, amen, and amen. 
God bless you again. We will have our speakers be coming on Wednesday and Thursday, our Friday night concert, as well as our Sunday morning word, where we will have our young prophet, uh, Minister Gray, will be coming on at that time. So God bless you again. Thank you for tuning in to us. And again, be blessed, be encouraged, go up higher into the inner courts and behind the veil to worship God from sincerity of your heart and soul and your spirit. Amen. Amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.